You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. You are back with the boys. It is Boys of Outspoken here. It's another amazing Sunday. It is. With an, a lot, you know, more opinions. <laughs> we, when, when do we not give you opinions? I know. You know someone asked me this week if, see, because we're turning three. Yes. Three years we've been on the, the airwaves, and uh, it's been quite a mm-hmm. ride. Um, we turn three next week. It's actually on the 8th, but next week's show is our, we'll celebrate our three years. Yes. We're actually three and a half years old, but three years on the air. And someone asked me, after three years, do you ever forget like that you're on the radio, that you're on the air when you're in there? You know, Because you and I know mm-hmm. each other really mm-hmm. well. And I'm like, yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. And yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. Would probably still say it, but I think yes. sometimes we act like our real life is on radio and yes. our radio life is in real life. It's <laughs> and kind sometimes of Sometimes people act like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes they're like, well, where's Sergey? Where's Sergey? You guys are I'm the like, dynamic duo that always stick together. Hi, I'm like, hi, I have things to do. <laughs> Listen, Batman can go shopping without Robin. Right, okay? it happens. It happens. You're Robin. But what they really want is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in a lot of ways, I'd say, yeah. I, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, um, and what they really want is the show to just be live wherever you go. <laughs> hey, it's a good thing. It's Could a good thing for you to be. want the boys. Oh, I don't hate that. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. Yeah. Um, it's a sign of affection. Yeah, exactly. Really. It's fun times. But anyways, yeah, sometimes we do forget. And yes, three years is an amazing amount of time. I know. That we are very excited about and very proud of uh, that we've made it three years. Three years. And I look at my life and I'm like, wow, that's a lot longer than a lot of the people I've dated. Yeah. So, <laughs> Me too. Wow, that's longer is, than anyone I've ever th- dated. Right? This is like my best relationship <laughs> that's is right. the, show. the show. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, hey, I, I mean, you know, I like it. it. We do, we do great work here, and that's the yes. that's a brilliant thing. Yes. So, we'll definitely celebrate that. Yes, we next will. Sunday. Yeah. Um, hopefully, Kurt, we are not expecting a surprise, but a surprise would be so, very much ex- fine. Uh, yeah, appreciated. So, please have a surprise. You know, you just sent him into a panic attack because I know. he has planned nothing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love doing that. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> now he's freaking out. Nothing. When Dylan, one of our Dylan, the intern, comes in and says Kurt is freaking him out because he's so. When Dylan says that, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's bad. Oh, yeah. Because oh. Dylan, come on. Be, uh, and because the stress has translated. It has. That, so now Dylan is like Zen. I was going to call him Zen monkey, but, you know, Zen Buddha. <laughs> Zen and Buddha. And then he's our Zen monkey. And then I mean, Kurt, you know. You know like, it's a thing. It's either a either thing way. Right that's that's I love it. But what have the boys been up to? Lots. Lots. What's the most exciting thing oh, half boy. the boys have been up to? <laughs> half the boys. <laughs> um, that's right. I went to Los Angeles area, SoCal, um, with uh, Cole and you know to celebrate his birthday. So we went to Disney. Uh, we explored uh, L.A. We went to Harry Potter World. We went to the beach a few times and oh, just really? had a really good time. We did everything you could possibly do in five days down there right and it did feel like you got a really good like okay oh, yeah. <laughs> i love it. let me tell you what it felt right. like to be on vacation because <laughs> so, let's hear it Siri and i are weird and so i did talk to you like every day it's so, great i love like, that it felt like a very like relaxed drawn out vacation uh-huh. not rushed no. i don't know if that's true because i really wasn't it on wasn't it, no rushed. matter what my brain says no i think but. we planned for it very appropriately um 
it was during off season, so we had a lot of time to do a lot of things. And you know, Disney's not super packed these days uh, in November, no, which is it's good. Great, it's fun. Exactly, and so we went. That's um, why gay days are in October. Although that day it's packed. It is but, packed, yeah. but it's fun. That's mm-hmm. fun. See, it's. It, I want to go to gay good. days. Um, but we, I mean, we went on every single ride that we possibly wanted to. We doubled down on a few of them. Um, we, you know, just had a lot of time to really delve into it and. Uh, Cole was saying um, yesterday as we were we were going to LAX to to fly back. He said um, our first day um, we saw Fantastical Beasts because we had to um, on <gasps> our first day, and so he said that feels like it was a week ago, and it's because it kind of was, and it it just felt so long, and there was, I mean, it was just a long time. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, that's, that's how that's how it works. Days <laughs> work, <laughs> but you know when a week flies by, but it is, and it um, wasn't. This seven one days. didn't we'll fly by as yeah. fast as you. Okay, would so two things. First of all, I know that yeah. Cole mentioned that he experienced LA traffic. Oh yes, for he the did. First time. So mm-hmm. that's always something I avoid. But yes, so yeah. it's a thing. It's so now you know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you guys had rented a car. We did. We rented a car. Mm-hmm. Well, there was no way for us to go f- everywhere we wanted to go no. on just Mm-mm. buses or Uber. Yeah, would if be you're too not going to just stay yeah. at Disney or stay, yep. you know, if you actually We're want everywhere. to be there, yeah. yeah, you have to do that. Exactly. Secondly, I want to know what rides you doubled down on. I want to know what were oh, the rides yeah. that, that you were like no got to. Okay, because it's so, been a few years since I've been there. Well, right, yeah, yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a few we wanted to, but the lines were just too long. Um, one of those was Radiator Springs just opened up uh, a few years ago, oh, and it's the Cars one that yes, was super fun. I know. We did that one once, but uh, California Scream and the Big Roller Coaster in uh, California Adventures we did mm-hmm. a few times. Um, we did Soren a few times, which yeah. is you know you're flying mm-hmm. over and I love uh, the that reason one. we did it though. But okay, this is Cole's favorite thing. Good too. It smells good. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because he was like, we smelled Fiji, and he's like, I want to go back. Right. Fiji it's, smelled so. What's so great good. about that experience is it's an experience. It's so they, an experience. They try to take yeah. all your sensories. It, it, right. And yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. Um, did amazing. you do Tower of Terror? Yes, we did. That we did that one favorite. a few times. It terrifies it. me to death, it. but I love it. It's it's amazing. It's scary though. Yeah. And and I still have to put up pictures of the trip. Cole did yesterday. I'll do it today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we did those, and we um, we did the Harry Potter. You went to Diagon we did. Alley. We did, and that pot- was Potterheads. Amazing, Potterhead. You know, that's yeah, different. We- <laughs> Potterhead and Pothead are two different <laughs> things. Two different things. Um, but it was great. We had butter beer, um, which is interesting. I want to um, know. Yeah. Had pumpkin juice. <laughs> Um. It also interesting. Um. <laughs> Those sound disgusting. They yeah. sounded disgusting when I read the book. Right. And well, now it just so it's see, it's accurate. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Pumpkin juice was pretty good. Um. Very sweet because you have to put a lot of sugar to make pumpkin yeah. taste good. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, there's a reason and, pumpkin and pies add thing. a lot of spices. Right. Because mm-hmm. you have to cover it up. Just bring your own spice tray. <laughs> yeah. A little there nutmeg, no, some cinnamon. No, 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 I, I, you know, yeah. it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but we did end up writing the Harry Potter ride um, f- five times. That's okay. What is the Harry Potter ride? It's this really... Okay. So it's called um, the Forbidden Journey. And you get onto well, that's like the name of my autobiography. Yeah, right. It is. Um, so you get onto like these little little cars that you're you're, you're kind of strapped onto, and you're I mean you're all facing the same direction, um, and it looks like a bench more than anything. Um, so you sit there, and it kind of like you you pass Hermione, and she um, when Guardian Leviosa's you yeah. or whatever. So you, you you know you start flying, um, and then you go into these little rooms and each one of them has like a different experience um you play quidditch you get sucked up by death eaters you go through the spider room and it's like it's really cool because it's interactive and you feel like you're actually flying you lost me and everything room. it's 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 the most incredible i huh. think everyone should go 
Um, I know the spiders is my f- least favorite one, and right. um, and it's interactive. Well, kind of, yeah. You get, I mean, you feel everything, and it's hmm. just there. And hmm. I, mean, I feel like I have no idea cool. what this right is, but it sounds interesting. It's very, it's so I can't even explain it. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever been I wanna on. Go. And it I want to go to the so one different. in Florida. Do that. I want to do I, that. I, yeah, that's that's the one I've not been. Yeah, to. the bigger one. The I want to do that. But it's what fun. a great way to vacation. Yeah, to come fun. off of Thanksgiving <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then to go on vacation. What a beautiful. It was yeah. fun, but you know what? Uh, <clears throat> I'm crazy. And well, we know. I, right. And on my vacation, I was itching to get back. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I want to stay on vacation. I wish my life was that. But I just wanted to do work. I wanted to do this. I wanted to be well, back I on will the show. That. And so I was that like, can we bring the show here? Right. That wasn't noticeable at all. Because yeah. you and I would be working in yeah. text messages. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> like, talking hey, about by things the way, for how's the this? show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is fun. Yeah, I was great. appreciative because I'm like, oh, good. We're still moving forward. Oh, yeah. So, because I try oh, to no. block you from a lot of things when you're on vacation because I try to remember because I'm that guy. actually anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then we don't allow Kurt to talk to you at all. Oh no, because Kurt will message <laughs> me every Kurt morning. Is, yeah. uh, <laughs> is business probably like full speed oh, every day? Too much. See, no, no. Yeah. 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 So it's, that's the thing. So that's exciting. And you just got mm-hmm. back yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Flew in yeah. and actually was, again, everything, no lines. LAX was probably the quickest um, TSA I've ever been through. That you'll ever, ever, through, I ever. walked right through. There was not a single person in line. I don't know. Um, See, so if you want to travel and not have lines, I know how to do it. Yeah. And Come when and what you do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so here's the thing. Go. The other question, <laughs> because like, again, I will mention again, do you know we're turning three years old? I just three years old, that. guys. Three years. Three years. Uh, no, I was also asked. So do all you talk about is gay stuff? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we talk about is life. And this is what right. happens. So... There you go. Yeah. You're welcome. I, I mean, we just have coffee conversation. That's really we it. It's, it's conversation over coffee that we don't have in the studio. I know. Exactly. So um, I want to bring some attention to some of the things that are going on this week around our community that you might be interested in supporting and being a part of. Our friends over at Sandpoint P Flag, yes, Sandpoint, which is a beautiful little town, has a P Flag. Parents and friends of lesbians and gays are having their first ever meet and greet. It's going to happen on Monday, December 5th, which is this Monday, so tomorrow, at 6.30 at the Gardenia Center, and that's on Church Street. So if you want to support the PFLAG there, it's very important in our, our mm-hmm. smaller communities, especially in Idaho communities, to have support for our, our uh, gay people, LGBT population that are coming out and need support. This is a great place to do it. PFLAG saved my life when I was a, a young man. Right. Um, if you want more information and you would like to go to this, please call. Uh, his name is Jeff, and you can reach him at one two zero eight seven five five. 3024. We will put that information on our website so you can do that. But if you want to go to the first ever meet and greet for Sandpoint P Flag, it is tomorrow at 6 30. So uh, go and check that out. That's exciting for it Sandpoint, is. especially. Yay. I know. Very, cl- awesome. very excited for them. That's right. And then if you still want to do stuff after that you meet should. and greet, on Tuesday, December 6th, there is Rally Spokane, which is going to be at Terrain 6 to 8 p.m. And it's put on by TM- Terrain. It's yeah. kind of an art. Um, uh, demonstration of you know yeah, where we I, are, and it's 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 about it's an artistic you know, response. It to is. things that have happened recently, especially the election. Um, and I love it when people use art to mm-hmm. to react and to really sift your feelings you to work it out to process exactly um, exactly and so i'm excited for that we are going to be, be down cool. there we are um, at rally so that is at the washington cracker 
building factory. Yes. Lots of words. Uh Um, On Pacific in downtown Spokane. Uh, So if you get a chance, I would definitely encourage you to check it out. Listen, we typically have our big meeting day that, and we're just taking everybody and we're going to go down there before uh, we do our meeting. So I think it's important important. to celebrate. And to stand up. Hey, Sergey and I are all about getting out there and making Mm -hmm. our voices be Mm -hmm. heard. So um, we want to support these artists as they stand up and talk. So. That's Something right. else. Wednesday, because we're just walking you through the week. Every single I mean, day. Don't, don't even worry about it. <laughs> uh, San, Spoken AIDS Network, you know they were on uh, our Thanksgiving show mm-hmm. uh, to talk week. about the oh. sad news that they are going to have to close their doors after 31 years in our community um, under circumstances that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, but San is amazing all the way. Mm-hmm. And so San is holding their 31-year celebration, their anniversary, their birthday, whatever you call it. And it's Wednesday, December 7th, from 3 to 5. Uh, if you would like to be there, if you would like to submit a story about what it has meant, maybe you want to write a poem, you want to, about what San's meant in your life, you can do that, but it would need to be turned in by tomorrow. Um, please visit their website, www.san-nw.com. Dot org. It's a little confusing. We'll put that on the website as well. Yes, we will. So you can get there. Yes, we will. And it's important. It's important to celebrate. You know, Stan and what the great work that they have done in our community. Also, Jonathan, you this week uh, went out with uh, one of our good friends, and you went to see All <gasps> Is Calm. Um, Sorry, I had to. I had to is, do the big gas. You did. <laughs> I did. I went with Lara Estaris. She's an amazing uh, young lady and doing also in her own right doing a lot of good things in the community. Um, but yeah, we love her. We hang out with her a lot. And you were gone. Mm-hmm. And so, sadly, sadly. <laughs> sadly. So I called Laura and I said, listen, I need to go see this play. I, I want to see it, but I want to see it before Sunday yeah. show because we're having the director, Abby Crawford, in. She's going to be joining us actually in just a couple of minutes. And I want to go see this musical. Now, I'm not going to share our experience until Abby's in the studio because I want us to talk about this before we get into the interview. I want to talk about what it was like to walk in and, and only know a little bit of mm-hmm. what was going to happen and then the the reactions of the audience and mine and Laura's reaction was I think uh bigger than I expected in myself I mean I knew it was going to be a great show because Abby uh is a great director Mm -hmm. but yeah I think it was a what an interesting time to to share this beautiful which would be beautiful at any time but what a what an apropos time in our history so but before we talk about that we should probably take a quick break and then when we come back we will have abby crawford from uh the modern theater spokane in to talk about her new show uh, all is calm all right so we are going to listen to a song from the new disney film moana uh which is amazing and this is going to be a song called how far i'll go you are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Now we gave a little teaser before yes. we went to break. First of all, uh, I'm going to go see that movie as soon as I can. Yes, you have to. You really <laughs> do. It's so I'm incredible. I'm dying to see it. Uh, secondly, we gave a little teaser that me and my friend Laura uh, went and saw this amazing musical. And, I, you know, I struggle with calling it a musical because it's very, it's different. Than what you expect. But anyways, uh, Modern Theater Spokane is presenting All is Calm from now until Christmas Eve. You can go see it, and I encourage you to do so. And uh, we brought in the studio, Abby Crawford, the amazing director, to talk about the show, not only because we like to support local theater on our program, but because it's just so appropriate for the times we find ourselves in. And so, um, Sergey, you can give a little synopsis. 
and then we'll bring yeah yeah we'll bring Abby <clears throat> well, into the conversation. All is calm. It, it tells a story, uh, the untold true story of the Christmas truce uh, during the First World War. Um, and it's a story of, you know, thousands of men putting down their guns and, you know, leaving the trenches and meeting their enemies in no man's land just for one night. Um, they one sang night. Yeah. One night, exactly. And, and they sang songs and uh, celebrated, exchanged, exchanged gifts. Um, but, but the fact that this news never really made it, you know, to our history books and we never learned about it um, really is important because that the fact that it happened puts a human face on enemy ranks and the war itself. And so and, they didn't and, want that. Yeah, and that's that's obviously dangerous um, or, or, or politically, um, you know, not wanted at right, the time. Right. And yeah. I, what's the importance of that, um, you know, bringing this, so, this story right, to, so, to the public now? So let's bring Abby into the conversation. I love being brought into a conversation. I, I love bringing <laughs> you into conversations because you're awesome. Let's bring this how important the show is, even before you know Spokane is having this. It's been around. It has. It's uh, this particular show. It's called All Is Calm. Uh, it was originally done as a sort of a radio show. Was done in the style mm-hmm. of a radio show. Right. So there was a. Um, a chorus of men and then three actors who were doing all of the lines and all of the lines from the show are actual pieces of dialogue from the men who were there Mm -hmm. from their statements their diaries their letters home which i think makes it such a unique thing because we're not just speaking dialogue that somebody said oh i'd I'd love to put that in the show but it's from the men who are actually there so you you get to see and it it makes them even more humanized than it was to begin with and at the end of each line each one of the men are cited so you know who it came from from what uh, country they were from from uh, what legion they were in and um, for me it's it's a important piece of history because it's just as relevant now as it was 102 years ago it speaks to the goodwill of man and the actual like the human condition of we really just want to love each other. Hate Mm -hmm. is a taught thing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. these men were in the trenches because of the hierarchy. The hierarchy Mm -hmm. sent them. They were doing what they were told. They were doing it for their country. They have a lot of patriotism. Um, And then when they were told they'd be home before Christmas, and the closer they got to Christmas, they realized they weren't. And so Christmas Eve, they're in the trenches, and it was actually a German man who stood up and on top of his parapet, yeah, and started singing "Silent Night," Stillenacht, oh, right? And I can't deal with and that. And then scene. it was the Allies who came out after that. He was the first one to take yeah. the chance, and then some from the other. And then pretty soon, everybody gathered in the middle, like they had been old chums. And yes, there was exchanging of addresses and yeah. gifts and pictures of you know, and conversation and music was one of the biggest things that actually brought them together. Because right. in the trenches before Christmas Eve. They would sing to keep yeah. themselves busy, right? And uh, you could hear because in some they spots were, they yeah. were only eighty yards apart, so wow. you could hear huh. from one trench to the other, from one side to the other. And um, as devastating as the end of the truce was, because it never happened again. No, and, and it was just one night. Yeah, well, you know? and in so, some places along the trench, it, it lasted longer than an evening. Mm. So, uh, so these men laid down arms and. Mm-hmm gave in to the the love of the season and right. the the wanting to have that comfort of friendship and yeah. camaraderie and it's it's a beautiful tale it's a beautiful beautiful tale absolutely and i am um, wow. i was talking earlier about i'm not sure i mean we, i knew the story 
you know, I had re- because just you just prepared before you go to see the play. Um, and but I don't think Laura, my friend Laura, and I knew knew right. what you're walking to do. I don't think there was one person in the audience that didn't cry. Yes, uh, Laura and I were Laura and I were a mess. Yeah. A mess. But what was fascinating to me, and you mentioned it, and I think it's so evident in this time, is is that moment they were a lot of the petty officers, the privates, the, the lower ranking officers. Yes. And uh, they could hear each other's voices all through this week. And that moment of connection, that moment of humanity. And as you're discovering these men who are choosing to see each other as men and not, you know, political ideals... Uh, you see the beauty of human beings, and Absolutely. that was amazing. And then to s- the moment it ends, you see the ugliness that, of where we're at. And it just so that I I just resonated that that on that so much after seeing the show. Great conversation starter for everybody who wants to go see a show and then go out to drinks after. I think I would reverse how I did it uh, <laughs> if I saw it again. But um, in a newly divided world, what do you think the importance of stopping? Uh, and seeing that other side for us, how important do you think that is for us to, I mean, you know. <laughs> being being in the middle of a show like this, and this is the third year that we've done it, so it, it's right. an all-year thing mm-hmm. where I think about right. it. And when you see what's happening right now mm-hmm. with the hate and the fear and the oh. ignorance mm-hmm. and the sadness, there's a lot of sadness, a especially lot. for me. Um learning to I don't know have conversations with my children about it it's it's great to be able to bring something like this right. piece of art in and say okay this is a piece of history yeah and history keeps repeating itself mm-hmm. yeah but those of us who are on the ground who are not in the hierarchy we don't want this to happen we don't Mm-mm. we don't want how divisive everything is and and really the the idea of looking at your fellow man no matter what their beliefs are and actually seeing them as human. We are all one race. I don't care what anybody says. My beliefs may differ from a number of others, but I will still see them for the human that they are. Exactly. And it's very important. That's the other part about the... We hear so much about World War One and World War Two as far yeah. as the Germans, the bad Germans, right. big bad Germans. Yeah. They were the ones who started the truce. Yeah. They were the ones who accepted what um, the Pope at the time had asked for a truce, and they accepted it right away, and the Allied countries did yeah. not. The Pope mm-hmm. said there needs to at least be a yes. Christmas truce. And yeah. then yeah. Right. when it was started, it was an Allied soldier who shot a German soldier, yes. and that to started it. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's... Those those are pieces that I didn't know. It wasn't yeah. in my history books. No. So it's it's interesting to find that out that these little pieces of history have been written down, yeah. and yet we're not given everything, which no. we know we're right. not, yeah. we're not given all of the exactly. information right. ever. Always, so, always history is always written by the victors. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and so it's for me, it's very important that people mm. understand that we are all human, right. and the way that it's put together in this show. I mean, it slays me every time. I'm not oh, sure yeah. that I've actually yeah. for as many times as we've been in rehearsals right and, you know three years in a row and i've seen all the shows well as many as i can yeah it, every single time it will get me we get to yeah. old lang syne every time and i, I oh, lose it oh, i, I lose even, it I yeah it's even. it's very it's a yeah. very intense uh piece of uh beauty yeah so mm-hmm. and yeah i it makes me an emotional wreck even just talking about it but. yeah right yeah right. my and my the, arms get a tingle. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not and a stroke from, so this is real from everything i heard uh from jonathan yeah i had to text I, him yeah right I, after I, just... I could not make it to the show so jonathan was texting me and saying mm-hmm. you know he 
uh, it was so emotional. It made he me was very crying deep. And, yeah, and, and a lot of thoughts. Was that the impact you were hoping for yes. with everybody? And, and do you think that that really absolutely. absolutely triggered? When I was first offered the show three years ago to direct, mm-hmm. um, I was in a place where I didn't want to direct anything. And the man who offered it to me, he says, really, just go watch the trailer of the one that has been done. It, it's been done for the last 10 years in Minneapolis oh, at nice. Theater La Teda. And um, the man who wrote it works at that theater. And... So I go to watch the trailer, and man, it got me like two and a half minutes. Man, it's like right in my gut. Right. And I called him up, and I'm like, "You son of a <laughs> yes, yes, I want to direct this. Of course, I want right? to direct it." And for me, the the most important part of directing this is having the the boys who are involved. Sorry, the men who are involved. Right. Um, <laughs> they they do research on the men who. They're speaking these lines. Mm, Find out what happened to that man. Did he make it through the war? If he did, what did he do after the war? Did he not make it through the war? If so, where was he killed? Do you know? And and to find out about their families and what happened to them after the war, it really connects them even more so emotionally. And then one of our boys this year uh, looked up. He's new this year, brand new. And looked up one of the men that he was talking he's the same age as the man that he was speaking and this man didn't make it through the war and he thought wow Wow. i mean he's 19 years old yeah right what the heck he had nothing after that yeah some of them lived on nice and long there's a couple of them who uh jack sweeney mad jack is what they called him (laughs) he went into a german trench took the trench by himself with only a knife that's wow. it. Sat down, no had a cigar afterwards, and then went back over. When his friends came over to help him, he's like, "Got it. I got done, it handled." Done deal. You know, but wow. these are the stories that we find yeah, out afterwards yeah, yeah. That, that they really they fought for their countries, sure. and this one night they just said, "No more." Right. No more. Wow. We and are laying that, down of arms. Yeah, that moment saying, "I wonder if yeah. we all did this, if it would matter, mm-hmm. and yeah. if." The leadership would, you know, follow. You know, one of the great things that I love about art at all, and I've said it a million times, there's such power because art has the the power to go beyond what we think we're supposed to be prejudiced about, what we think. And it hits us before, before. Yes. It sneaks in and you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to like you yeah. as a human being. Does it ever shock you with the show? So, Because people can go in and just appreciate the absolute beautiful intricacy of the music. Yes. Um, It's a good story, period. Mm -hmm. Or you can take it deeper and you can take what, that's what art does. And then we decipher it and we put it through and then we come out with different. And that's this crazy, that can even be different than the director intended. Do you, are you ever surprised? Um, I'm not sure that I'm surprised because I, I, I want people to walk away with something. If they're moved emotionally by anything within it, then I feel like we've done our job. With this particular piece, I think it makes people think deeper than they would at any other Christmas show. I mean, you look at some of the other Christmas shows, and they're they're not deep Christmas shows. No. To me, this is the perfect Christmas right, right, uh, right. piece because it speaks to the spirit of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, the goodwill of man. I mean, exactly. Christmas time... And, and I wish that people felt like that at all times. Oh, yes. You know, if, oh. if they took this into their lives and this is how they reacted to each and every human, sorry, that they came into contact with, it would be such a different world. Yeah. Right. It'd be a completely different world. And especially now with as much hate and fears that's out there, if they just looked at what there is to look at yeah. with each other, interacting yeah. with other mm-hmm. humans as mm-hmm. humans and exactly. not as 
somebody who doesn't agree with me and your opinion is not right and and I hate this color of your skin or I hate how yeah, you live your life. Yeah. Rather, just look at each other, just love your neighbor yes. for who they are. Yes. Yeah. yes. And it's, it's mind-blowing when people walk... I, Generally, when people walk out of the show, they're they're very quiet and they're yes. very introspective, <laughs> and you know they're wiping their eyes and yeah. and it's a very powerful thing, and I am ever so honored to be a part of something like that because it gives me uh, pause when I start looking at my opinions yeah, and right. my reactions to yeah. other people yeah. or my judgments exactly. of character, and I have to remember what there is for me to look at instead. And exactly. when a piece of art can do that, I think it's an amazing, uh, unique experience. I agree completely. I think it's, you know, uh, we obviously, me and my friend, we took it to recent political things Absolutely. afterwards. And one of the things she asked me is, how do you instigate, you know, the way we've chosen to respond? And one of the things I think is most important is is fear is such a base response that it's the yes. easy Right. And that we have, from day one, I told her, Sergey and I talked after everything went down on election night, and we said, from this point forward, we we get to continue to be outspoken, but we need to do it in a way of unity and love. Absolutely. Because that's not happening. And one right. of the most amazing, I try to live my life by the namaste, which is just basically saying the humanity in me, that spark that's in me, I recognize that same spark in you, and that's all I need to know. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And all I need to know is respect that you have a right to the spark as much as I do. We are not there yet as a, as no. a culture. But, <laughs> no, no but I think fear is a survival response. Yes, people think, it, yes, people think yeah. that they're not going to survive this, which yes. I absolutely understand that yeah. because right. I look at our president-elect and I think, yeah. oh, <laughs> right. are you kidding me right yeah. now? You know, it, right? does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> what he's doing or what tweet yeah. he's just yeah. thrown out, whatever yeah. it is. And then I... I, I really try hard to find that spark of humanity in right. him. I I haven't found it yet. No, no. <laughs> I'm looking I, he really does hard. want to make it hard. Yeah. Where's I'm Waldo? I'm looking really hard, but I yeah, think underneath right. all of that orange flop on him, <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that he is actually as scared as they come. I don't think he I thought think that he was going right. to win. I don't. And oh, I well, think I, he's scared out of his mind right now. I agree, and you know? I think everything I is think, that. Ooh. Right, and everybody who surrounds him and everybody who's acting out right. with what is right. happening right now, I think they're in survival mode because yeah. they don't understand we can actually all get along. It's yes. a really easy thing, but you, yes. well, and, okay, I don't think, actually, I don't think it's an easy thing. I think it, it takes a lot of courage to stand up and to remove hate and yeah. to respond with and love. And to just be vulnerable because your hate oh. is coming from fear. If yes. Star Wars taught mm -hmm. us nothing, it, that's, that's <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it comes from there and that's yeah. because we have to admit that there's something we're scared of. And until we're willing to talk to each other about mm -hmm. what scares us about it, yes. the vulnerability. but in yeah. order to do that, yes. we yes. must make ourselves raw and vulnerable mm -hmm. to another right. human being. Absolutely, and I think a lot of that is taught I look at right. my children. I have three amazing humans mm -hmm. that I'm raising. And they, when they see a show like All is Calm, right. they actually dig into themselves at age 13 and 14 right. and 17. And they see how they can go out and be good for somebody else, mm -hmm. which is yes. phenomenal because that's where it begins. And we have to help move them through, right? You raise right. a human. It is my job to make sure that they understand how to be a good kid and not a complete Right, you know, exactly. So, so for for them to see something like this, right. but not only just to see it, but to be able to bring it into their lives and their right. young lives, and they've never really 
experienced wartime. They right. know that there's a war going on, sure. yeah, but they've right. never experienced wartime like yeah. Europe did. Yeah. They've never experienced yeah. what's going on in Aleppo. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, when I show them videos, this is what's happening to children your age over yeah. there. And it, it, it's, it's so sad to see them mm-hmm. think, well, I'm glad that it's not me. Yeah. Of course. Of course we're glad that it's not us. But yes. what do we do yeah. to yes. make sure that our common man that we help them through what needs to be helped. Exactly. And, you know, as far as, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not going to go to war myself. Right. But I can take a piece of art and I can put it on yes. stage and I can make sure that people understand because that there's that's right. more. That's, the truth that's is, your we have fight. said it exactly. a million times, whatever you're called yeah. to, if you're not called to be a that, leader, yeah. it doesn't mean you have to be, but it means we are called not to be complacent. Right. We are called to support those that yes. are and then to do you're called to do something. Yes. Mm-hmm. To do something. Mm-hmm. We have become, there's luxury of complacency and there's no more time. No. Right. There's no more time. And <laughs> I agree with you 100%. <laughs> what I love about this show is it did, it sparks those conversations of, oh, my friend Laura, she's like, you know, I'm so upset. She, uh, you know, she's of the minority group and it's very scary. And she's had these conversations with family members that voted and she's, she did a she recently did a panel discussion in town and one of the things she didn't expect to get emotional was I feel like my own country told me I don't belong. Ugh. But the way it resonated within the crowd she didn't understand either of so many people. And mm-hmm. I think this a show like this says, listen, we're going to show you what that there's and it's true. So here's the truth of our humanity and here's the ugly of our humanity and it's a choice. Right. And which which do you choose? I need to to talk. I want to say you brought a script and I want to know what your favorite lines are from this from the show. There's so many. There are amazing quotes. There are so many. Um, I know the show pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of my favorites is the one at the end where it's talking. Here, hang on. Yeah, see, we're going to do that. She brought the scripts and everything as a good director. Listen, we just want everybody listening to know (laughs) that the show's important, I think. Yeah. Which is why it's important to have this conversation. Just saying. Right, right. Outspoken. (laughs) This is why we're here for you. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) hashtag outspoken. There you go. go. Hashtag everything. (laughs) (laughs) This one, it's right at the end. It was if we had decided to end the fighting all by ourselves. Could it really have happened like this? If all the troops along the line had refused to fight on both sides, would the war have ended there and then? If we had all walked away at that point, could the result have been a truce? I doubt it, but it's a thought. Sergeant G.H. Morgan, Royal Warwickshire Regiment. Oh, wow. That's the, yeah, that line resonated the whole time. Wow. was his saying. Could it have happened if we all decided? And listen, so people have called us many times that we we are too optimistic or we're too, but I don't believe, I believe you have to believe in the, the best of humanity in order to get anywhere near Absolutely, it. because, I mean, there's, listen, there's a lot of negativity out there. You're going to need your rays of sunshine like us. I know, yeah. right. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. And we, we do, get called out for it we, time. all the time. We do have to promote okay. the positive and the, you know, And the how hope, can we move forward together? Right. But exactly. we'll still be out there. Exactly. We'll still be fighting and being loud. Mm-hmm. And we'll still be Always. holding president-elect's feet to the fire and saying, then you better be the best person you can be. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, I'm going to call you on it. You know what I mean? There we was a fantastic tweet storm that happened oh boy. just last night. So many tweet oh storms. Oh, like he had um, yeah. said something about that Saturday Night Live was not oh, funny oh, again. When he oh, got offended. Oh, he yeah. gets offended <laughs> yeah. all the oh, time. the thin skin oh, of boy. egos oh. and narcissists. But 
There was one woman who called him to task, and she wrote a novel. Oh, I'll, I'll have to, I'll post it to the I page. I want to see is, that. It's fantastic yeah. because she just bings right? him right one after another. You know, I remember like, when uh, Alec Baldwin came after him after the first time yes. after he got, and he was like, "Welcome to what the presidency yeah, is." Exactly. It's not no one plays nice no. anymore, and if that's what you expected, you haven't been paying attention. Well, and yeah. also Saturday Night Live, a comedy sketch group offended right. you, right? I mean, come on, wow. so it's satire and yeah. it's parody, yeah. and, and exactly, really, that's and that's what this woman was saying. Yeah. This. You you got to pick your battles. Yeah, this yeah. is not your battle. There no. are you're going to be in charge of yep. 330 million people in yeah. seven weeks, and yes. this is what you're focusing on. Exactly. She said, "Do you realize how many transgendered people have been murdered since the election?" He does not. Have guaranteed. you? Do you have any idea how many children go to bed with no food? Yep. Do you have any idea how many veterans have taken their own life? You yes. don't. You don't even know. No. And you don't, you don't want to know, and exactly. that's the problem. Exactly. That's yes. exactly I it. I hear you. How that's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> oh boy, we got. So, is there another <laughs> no, one in there? There is. Uh, this one. This one is. Uh, this one's during. This one is during the truce. It's from a British man. It says one of the German officers took a photo of English and German soldiers arm in arm with exchanged caps and helmets. They were really magnificent in the whole thing and jolly good sorts. I now have a very different opinion of the Germans. Private W.R.M. Percy, London Rifle Brigade. Wow. And I want to say one of the beautiful ways in which history repeats itself is that reminds me of when we used to talk to Mark Solomon, who was with uh, Freedom to Marry mm-hmm. before the Supreme Court ruling came down. And he said, do you know how we finally got it? We got it because we showed our humanity. We shared our stories, yes. and people started seeing people as people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that, and that's exactly that's look. So and the sad thing is, is that we still have to repeat that part of history because we're still not right. good at it. But it means we keep doing it. It's right. why I was thinking of Harvey, Harvey Milk the other day and how he said it is our job as LGBT people to come out every day yes. because we must put a face to who we are. And the other day. I was unfortunately reminded that that is still important. And we have to remember to be humans with each other. Absolutely. As scary as it is to be human. I think that's one of the best things. I I, I don't know if I can say best things, but one of the things that's coming out of Aleppo right now Mm -hmm. are those, the videos, Mm -hmm. the tweets, especially Mm -hmm. from the family who has been tweeting nonstop. Mm -hmm. And we can't find them right no, now. We don't know. Nobody knows, but the videos of those small yeah. blessed children who are being bombed every day and and all I can think of is nobody is seeing the humanity. No, nobody no, is no. seeing. I mean these children should never have to deal with this. Not no, a single no. human should ever have mm-hmm. to deal with this. Not not in any ever at all. But to see those videos yeah. and then people think, Oh, I can't I can't even I can't even watch it. It just hurts my heart. Right. Okay, and well so if it hurts you, your heart, then you do something. Right. About it. Yeah. You turn it off. Guess what? Those kids can't turn it they off. They can't no. turn it off. No. It's there so all the time. I That's share it reality. every single yeah. time. I yeah. donate wow. to uh, the White Helmets. Do you know who the White mm-hmm. Helmets yes, are? Yes. I donate to them so that, that they can keep doing what they're doing. Right. And there's there's been moments I'm like, Okay. I'm not doing anything in a month yeah. and a half. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> right. to pack my, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm right. going to go because right. I just, I want to take in all those kids. I put myself right. on a list to be a, a foster parent if they <gasps> needed to oh, for wow. a Syrian refugee. I mean, wow. I, I'm pretty sure I would never get picked. But <laughs> you know, I live in an apartment with my kids, you know. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sure that I wouldn't. But at least I'm saying I, yeah. I will take Listen, somebody. Right. Let, yeah. me, exactly. let me make exactly. their life better. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's mind blowing when there's, 
so much out there that needs it to is. be done and people worry <laughs> you know we've got this guy who's going to be leading us who yes, can't who doesn't know what diplomacy is shut. exactly you know, and he he has no idea what the important bits are no. what None. there is to be important it, it doesn't, it's so scary yeah. yeah he doesn't have a connection to people no 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 not even to his son no. not even no. to his youngest son no. i mean when you see them yeah. up there together oh. you think oh honey just he just right. wants a hug that, yeah. Yeah. Just, i mean he really just wants a right. hug and you know everybody starts oh well he's autistic or he's this right you know don't what? he's touch a him. child yeah. who is yeah. living in this world he has no idea what the world outside exactly. of this yep. tiny little conclave of his is yeah. he has no idea mm-hmm. give him some grace yes. you know and yeah. and that is from human to human you have to allow grace not just for the humans across the room from you mm-hmm. or across the world but also for yourself right. yeah. i mean we're always yeah. going to have those knee jerk reactions yeah. oh my god that person just pulled out in front of me and they have a Trump right, so on you their get, car and yeah. you know stupid. Yeah. of course they would do that <laughs> right. but, every morning every but morning. allowing myself to think okay settle right. down right. exactly they don't they don't know mm-hmm. and what yeah. they don't know I mean they, they have no idea it's like they have blinders on yeah. so you just have to and you're right you have to just keep speaking out yeah. we have to keep doing art so that people yes, understand we do it's it's we so important we have to go Beyond ourselves. We always say, mm-hmm. be better. That's be better. Thing. You know what? We got a choice every day. Be better. Yeah. And this is what we want from you as a president-elect. This is what we want for our fellow man. It's time to be better. It right. Is. You be know? willing to have those conversations, not yeah. just with yourself, but with your children, yes. with your with your comrades, with yeah. your the people you work with, with your family, who most of my family all voted for Trump. You know, and it's That's one of those things. not a fun yeah. Thanksgiving. No, no. well, no. they all live in Iowa, so <laughs> okay. Okay. I didn't have to have Thanksgiving oh. with them. But it, it's still, it's still it, that, that thought right. process. Like, okay, you you absolutely, it's okay for you to vote for whomever yes, you choose. Yes. That's that's fine. Yeah. But do not come back at me and tell me that I am not allowed to do what I yes, choose to exactly. do. I think what we have yeah. decided, and we talk about it all the time on the show, but first of all, of course, what I say all the time, what we have discovered is we are a split. We are a divided nation and there's two nations now living in one. That's a problem we should probably look at. Yeah. Yes. You know, I mean, take the Let's names out it. of it and that's the big problem. That's Absolutely. The b- but we also need to start talking. We mm. need to start, I need to make sure that I don't overgeneralize this person because of how they voted, but also make sure that we realize just like they need to go out beyond themselves to see me, I need to go out beyond myself to see them. And right now, too many of us are like, no. I, I got nothing. And I'm sorry, I have met a lot of people who would like to rather gloat to me than have a conversation. And mm. the problem is the conversation. You can't, either side can na- cannot negate that there is millions upon millions of people on both sides that disagree. And that says something's wrong with our country. Yes. I'll talk, Lincoln said it, and we need to remember that he said it, a house divided amongst, a, amongst itself cannot stand. It cannot stand. And we need to start recognizing that we don't know each other mm-hmm. and we are divided and why? Because this country cannot survive unless we figure that out. So it's not about winning and losing now. No. It's bigger than a yep. Hillary Clinton and a crazy Trump. It is what is wrong with us as people. Yeah. Right. And Absolutely. how do we come back together and right. go, well, and I see you. I think we've lost the, um, the will to understand each other. I think that's really a lot where it stems from is we don't try to understand each other when we talk. It's, how can I prove that I'm right and you're wrong? Right. About, Instead well, of let me listen to you and hear what you want, yeah. listen to you and then understand that. And mm-hmm. I don't have to agree to understand you, but I'm no. going to listen well, and I'm going to think about it. And then later on, yeah. let's reverse. Because if you meet there, if you say, I want to know where you're at, 
Yeah. You're going to find a middle ground. Well, I think the most heartbreaking thing that we saw in our country about that we are a two-party system that doesn't want to work together was after uh, the mass shooting at Pulse in Orlando and how... They was, so re- it wasn't about getting something done that we could have a sit in with the Democrats mm-hmm. and we have the Republicans saying we're not going to let you hear when in the end it needed to be. How do we come together? Yes. yes, it wasn't. And we because you know what we did? It was a lot of show for nothing. Yeah. Yep. And we still didn't change a thing. We are and a we fractured be, cr- yeah. country. Yeah, we should be usually. ashamed. And it's, it's kind of like where in Western medicine, they deal yeah. a lot with the symptom rather than dealing with the root yes and and that will never ever heal whatever is actually wrong and that's where the fracture is in the country nobody is dealing with the root issue exactly rather everybody's dealing with the symptoms you know and they they think that they're you know driving around in a big truck and harassing people with your confederate flags or whatever that that is the way that they're dealing with it or the other side screaming and yelling saying well you're just an an ignorant american Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but nobody nobody's dealing but there's no conversation happening there's no how can we find find our ground you know we do uncomfortable conversations a few times a year and we we deal with things that people don't like to talk about (laughs) the most recent one is coming up on december 18th just to remind everybody out there and it's a conversation about grief because we do not we have never learned coping mechanisms in our country in our culture we don't teach and because grief is so uncomfortable for those who watch Mm -hmm. those of us Mm -hmm. going through it and those of us going through it wanting it to just be over um we don't talk to each other and see each other and say, how can we learn from this? How can we help each other in this? How can we take this great pain and honestly learning opportunity to be better? We don't. So we're going to have these conversations together because we're not having them anymore. Right. And we need to have them. But we need to stop being afraid to connect. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> to connect <laughs> to each other as people. We don't see it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's... It's not even just about that we're going to talk about grief. It's about what are the conversations in your life yeah. that you're not having because they scare you. Yeah. Those are the conversations that we need to be having. Those with are the our conversations children, I with our love friends. to yes. have. Hallelujah. I love to right? have those conversations. I had yeah. a conversation with my eldest son the other day mm-hmm. because he was stereotyping women. Okay. Which in my house, never, never. flies. <laughs> not okay. But he didn't even know he was doing it. Wow. Yeah. So for him, and he was just doing what you know his friends do or what yeah. he's right. heard, sure. which was mind blowing to me because it never happens in my house. Yeah. Right. And and he said it. It was a uh, slut shaming, basically. Right. And, oh, and that I, a lot. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going to talk to you right now, and I'm going to talk to you in a way that is probably uncomfortable for you, but we are going to get through this, you know? And so we handled it. He understood what was going on. But at 17, to have that information, yeah. I think, is a very important thing because he's going into, he's going to yes. be an adult next year, like a legal adult, which yeah. is also mind-blowing. <laughs> but at right? least I want to send him into the world knowing what there is to know yeah. and to keep his mind open. Exactly. And then my 13-year-old son... <laughs> he did it too a week later, wow. but it was a different, it was a different stereotype, yeah. but it was still against women. And I yeah. was like, you guys, right. do you even yeah. know who your mama is right now? Do you even have any idea what is happening? Yeah. Right. And then my, my daughter, who is oh, <laughs> this blessed little feminist all the way, <laughs> she, she actually, she caught it and she was like, 
did you hear what he just said? Wow. You know, and the fact that she cut, you know, so we sit down and we have these conversations, but. I am not afraid to have a conversation with right, my child and right. I'm not afraid to have a conversation exactly. with an adult mm-hmm. and I am not afraid to call people on their stuff. Yeah. You know, which yes. uh, which is why going back to my show that <laughs> Yes, I know. We're like ever. Well, it's a lot of time we talked this, about. This yeah. kind of conversation within the show itself yeah. is so uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you get right. to that point where you're going to you're going to cry. You are going to yeah. lose oh, it because that happen. humanity will get to you every single time yep. and I am willing to put it out there and the men who are on stage they are willing right. to take that mm-hmm. conversation forward they yeah. know enough about the show that they could stand and talk to you about it and bring right. it into their lives we have all kinds of men one of our men he's a he's a um, a philosophy uh, professor wow. out at wow. Eastern Washington wow. University Ooh. we have another who works in media mm-hmm. I mean they're, they're all kinds of men we have a physics teacher wow. Do you know these are people who are in contact yeah. with, with humans every day and and they bring this glorious conversation forward Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's it's a mind-blowing opportunity every single time they get up on stage exactly and that's it it's an opportunity and we have them in our lives but this is a great one and i wanted to say something about you bringing up our culture we have to look at it because it is supported misogynistic views. It is supported it's built on those. racism. And yes. so it's important to have the conversations and then to ask ourselves, why have we, mm-hmm. ha- why have we cultivated a world like this? Because listen, Sergey and I said the very first day afterwards, we're all, we all have fault. Mm-hmm. I am just as much as fault, at fault for this man mm-hmm. being elected as the person who voted for him because we all have the blame game helps no one right. unless we start here and we go now where is it that I can do better and yes. that's because our culture needs help and yep. I do want to say because I know you have to make a speech <laughs> over at your, oh, your they, show are you they good? don't even start until two oh good there. then they're good never mind <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep um, you longer <laughs> I know see we have fun I was hoping we would get all sorts of places I do want to say for everyone uh, who is going to this, see the show because you need to and that you have opportunities galore it's running until Christmas Eve yes I highly recommend it. And you should go yes. and then you should call us and we'll sure. talk about it. Um, is It's an amazing show and it's not what you expect. So if you're going uh, to see theater, it is theater and it's theater in a totally different way than you're used to. It's also because you're so enraptured in the story. I remember after Lara and I going, it's over? Right. It does run shorter yeah. than typical, but it also you're stuck in the story. Yeah. You're not... There's no intermission. No. It's an hour long and it is all... Acapella, it's and ten wow, men on stage wow. singing acapella, and wow. it's uh, it's traditional Welsh, English, Irish, Scottish, German, French, uh, Flemish carols and songs, and it all happens. It's mind bending a little bit because yeah. it happens. You get all of the highs and lows, and it just mm-hmm. takes you on such a journey that by the time you get done, it's only an hour and four minutes long. It's crazy, and by the time you get done, you're like. Right. Well, I could sit and watch that again. Right. Yeah. You have two. You have two reactions. Wow. I tell you. You have a reaction with that. It was amazing. Then you have the reaction of please. I want to rewrite history because I want a better. Yeah. <laughs> I want a yeah. better ending because yeah. oh my god, that right. breaks your heart. You have a tenor in your in your cast that kills you because it's that the very lyrical but very high and it's that. It's a very mournful sound he can yeah, deliver. That's Brendan. Brendan Brady. He's well known <sighs> for his beautiful tenor. It is beautiful. And it's yeah, this during Auld Lang Syne. Oh, my. Right? These gentlemen together are such a good fit vocally. 
I don't, how do you even find them, first of all? Well, we auditioned for them three years ago when we first did it. We auditioned. Mm -hmm. We started with a group of men. A bunch of them had to drop. We found others, you know, to, to make sure. But when we're auditioning, I have to make sure that they can hold pitch. Yeah. Oh, and that they acapella. can sing. Yeah, and that they can sing uh, chorally in a group. Right. right. It's mm -hmm. really important. Right. That blend is really There's important. There's a difference between soloists um, and, yeah. We have six men from the original production who have wow. been with us all three years. Wow. This year we have four new men. And actually we have one from last year. So we have uh, five originals, one who joined us last year, and then um, the, other, the four for this year. And it's amazing how well they do blend. Um, our music director, Zach Baker, who's also mm -hmm. in the show. So oh, it's wow. nice to have your music director yeah. on stage. Yeah, it is. But he's really good at listening for those tones. Not yeah. just him, but there's two or three other anchor voices yeah. that are really good about listening to those around. And, and that is, see, it's the, the listening yeah. You have to listen to each other in order yeah. to be in an ensemble. Yeah. And when they originally did this show, like I said, it was a, a men's chorus with mm -hmm. three actors in front who did all the dialogue. Oh, when they wow. handed it to me, I said, this lends itself really well to being right. a musical theater piece. And so I turned it more ensemble and they all had the lines right. and they all sang that. together. Wow. And so when they move on stage, it's all very fluid. Yeah. And yeah. they become three or four different men yeah. over the course of the hour. So um, it's not, they, they're not one character. Sure. They get to be all of these yeah. different men. And actually there's two or three men who speak dialogue from one man yeah. you know and they then they all get to be this right. human right. and well, sometimes um, they have to change accents and i'm just yeah. i was fascinated yeah, yeah. it's wow. it, there's a lot of work that goes into wow. it um a lot of detail that's i'm very specific about i'm this, this show's like my baby oh, i yeah. am yeah. so <laughs> particular about this right. show i love it so oh i've much. already heard from people you scare them and i love it <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite comment I've ever heard because I've directed yeah. and I, I don't hate that. I'm, I'm yeah, it's, well, a, it's a compliment, really. It is. It is. I, I really I want them to not be afraid of me, but right. at the same time, I want them to be generating at mm -hmm. the same level that I do. Yes. I generate at a very high level. Right. And to me, if you're going to be on stage, mm -hmm. why not generate as high as everybody else so that, exactly. you know, then you're you're holding your fellow actor yeah, up yes right and it's different for me being on stage than being a director yeah. i love being a director i love mm -hmm. directing shows i love to have my hands in a piece right. and see how it turns out and something like this is completely different from when i did chicago right because chicago is such a oh yeah i mean it, yeah. it's completely the opposite yeah. direction but it still has the human condition it does yes it still has that right. actual real emotion underneath it and that's what i use to to right. pull all of these shows through. Sure. When I'm on stage, I'm going into rehearsals. I'm uh, playing Desiree Armfeld in um, A Little Night Music. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Which I'm really excited. I get to sing uh, Send in the Clowns every night on right. stage. But going from being a, a director into being directed, yeah. it's a difficult thing for me. But I have to remember that that director is yeah. doing the same thing that I do as a yeah. director. Right. So when, when I have... With, with most shows, once I'm done directing, I'm like, okay, have a great run. I'll come and see the show a couple of times. Right, this right. one, I'm like, 
I'm going to be there every <laughs> right? night if I can. You know, and, and I haven't been able to be there that much. So I, yeah. I get to see the show today. And I always love sitting and just watching it. Sure. Right. Because once I'm done directing, it's all in their hands. Yeah, because you right. have to oh, yeah. let it go. And they oh, yeah. love it so much. Those yeah. boys on the... Those men, sorry. <laughs> I always call them my boys. They love being in the show. They love sharing the story. Yeah. It's something that they think about all year long. Right. Wow. to get back to well, that. They have com- that camaraderie. Amazing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. You know? sure. Well, what was the decision uh, like to make it a reoccurring, you know, play that you do, you know, three times yeah. you've done it? We, th- well, the first year that we did it, um, we did... Uh, five weeks yeah. out at the Coeur d'Alene space. Right. And then we thought, wouldn't it be great if we did a Christmas Eve show? Right. right. And we did the show at the Bing on oh, Christmas wow. Eve. It was the 100th wow. anniversary, 100 year anniversary Ooh. of the actual happening. And we sold out the Bing, standing room wow. only. It was like wow. 800 people. It was, oh my gosh. Oh, it was a glorious moment. It was such a, an amazing moment to be there 100 years later right. sharing that story. So then, uh, we said, well, we have to bring it back because what a perfect Christmas show. Yeah. What a perfect tradition. It'd be a beautiful thing to bring your family right? to. That's amazing. Because it's so humanistic and yeah. so um, loving right. in nature. Right. And we did it uh, last year at the Bing. It was four shows at the Bing, and that was it. That's all that we could do last year. Yeah. And then this year, we're like, we want a full run again. Right. So we decided to do the full run, ending closing night That's on amazing. Christmas Eve. Right. The hundred and second anniversary. See. Do you know? But to be there and sharing these men's stories. Oh, see, it gets me. A hundred and two years later, right. because there's that one line at the very end where they talk about. Um, oh, here I've yeah, got this. There's the me, script. There, there's this. It, so at the <laughs> end, they, these it. men I they go through. They they go they go through this whole thing, and then they all stand back at the end, and. Uh, this line kills me every time. The men would hold to the same bit of earth for Christmas 1915, 1916, and 1917. However, the Christmas truce was never to be repeated. By the end of the war, 68 million men had been mobilized, more than 9 million killed. There is a little town, this is the other one, in the small Belgian town of Ypres, World War I is remembered every single night of the year. At 8 p.m., people gather near the edge of town at the site of an old medieval gate, which the troops march through en route to the Western Front. Each night of the year, the last post is sounded and four words are spoken. We will remember them. Wow. And that, to me, is exactly yeah. why we do what we do. Right. No matter what side these men were on, no matter what happened to them or what they did during the war, to me, the fact that they put themselves in the line of fire all day, every day, during the entire war, mm-hmm. they're heroes to me. Mm-hmm. And I never want to forget. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of work with vets on purpose mm-hmm. because I think that they're not raised up as much as they should be. No. They do the dirty work the for the hierarchy. It, yes, yes. They and do. I know that yes, there are a do. lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, military, you know, there's bad stories, there's glory stories, right, there's, right. you know, there's all kinds of stuff. But the fact that these men and women put themselves out there, I think is a phenomenal thing. And I always want to yeah. make sure that they know that yeah. I honor them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, with this particular show, it's just, it's always that by the time we get to the end, we will remember them. Every exactly. time. And so see, that's amazing. And we need to remember a lot and we need to never yes. forget. Because as we've we talked do. in this hour, 
uh, history repeats itself. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what history is, it's the wrong parts you're going to be repeating. Right. <laughs> and we don't want to do that. Right. Highly recommend that everybody go see All Is Calm. It is playing at the Modern Theater Spokane, uh, directed by the amazing Abby Crawford. <laughs> it is worth it. Um, it's a great show. The music is amazing. The voices are amazing. So just to see it on that level, it's worth it. Uh, to see it on a deeper level, um, it can start conversations that you never realized mm-hmm. uh, that you needed to have. Absolutely. And I think we all need it. So I'm so excited you guys are doing it and hope continue uh, in good times we need it and in scary times we need it 10 times more absolutely so yes, thank you yes, so yes. much for coming thank in. you so much for having so me oh, thank you <laughs> Sergey. yes let's do this okay this is gonna be uh, Whitney Houston with I Wanna Dance with Somebody to bring us back out of the depression that's, uh, that's right <laughs> You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. That was, of course, our girl, Whitney Houston. I want to da- We had to bring you back up. We did. But I, let me tell you, that was my. That was such a fun and <sighs> important conversation love, with Abby Crawford. I love that we got into you know yeah. such deep conversations. And you're right. So very important, especially um, in these times. I know. It's all about supporting each other. And it so is. we want to take a moment to thank those that support us. Outspoken receives support from Instant Sign Factory, celebrating 25 years serving the Inland Northwest indoor and outdoor sign needs. More information at 1-877-778-7446 and online at instantsignfactory.com. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights located at 232 west sprague avenue more information is available at 509-747-1621 outspoken is funded in part by the pride foundation for more information visit pridefoundation.org outspoken receives support from the unitarian universalist church of spokane serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment welcoming all people regardless of race sexual orientation gender identity or physical ability Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Yeah, so thank you to everyone. You know, uh, we love having two hours because we have so much to talk about uh, on the sure show. We sure do. But I'm excited. So I'm going to let him uh, <laughs> tell me how I said his name wrong. But you just go, wait a minute. But Sean Himion, he is the actor best known yeah. for series like Husbands, Bloomers, and most recently, The Couch. He's definitely making a name for himself in comedic circles. And now he joins the boys of Outspoken to dish about gay Hollywood, navigating roles, and how excited he is to be on our show. So without further ado, we want to welcome Sean to the program. Sean, are you there? Uh, yes, I am here. Hey, I'm sir. Hi. Um, I'm going to make you say your last name because I don't know if I said it right. No, congratulations. You yes. said it. It was Sean Hemian. Yes. See? Hemian. Oh, look at that. And yes. I never Hemian. get it right, so and, that, and that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, most people, most people just end up spelling it wrong, but generally oh. people can say it right. right. Or otherwise, they say He-Man or he- Hemian. Right. He-Man. I like it. Right. He- yeah. Go with go with He-Man. And, uh, you're welcome. I'm just fabulous. That's just how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, listen. He-Man. <laughs> so on our show, we've had the opportunity to speak with many actors, some who've been in the business business for decades and others they're just kind of finding their footing in it and navigating the sexuality issue is different for everyone but you really have seemed to embrace the gay roles i mean right from going down in la la land to roles in different popular web series do you mind if we start right there and say was that ever an issue for you um it was only so far it wasn't an issue with 
pursuing roles in so much it was a, a, an issue with me personally. Because, right. like, maybe eight years ago or something, I, I uh, discovered my own personal undetected homophobia. So it was oh. my own stuff to get over. And, um, and uh, once I got past that, I just was freed up more and more. And, I mean, the way... And, and also eight years ago was like, it was before husbands, it was before new, nor, uh, the new normal, it was before right. the way things are now. So I was kind of feeling into the, um, the zeitgeist at that point, too. I was becoming a victim of it, I guess, per se. Huh. But, but then, you know, it was, it was a choice. It's like, well, I don't want to not be true to myself, so right. forget that. And this is what I'm going to do. And then... I don't, just being out here meeting people, you happen to run into a lot of LGBT people that right. connect you, and that's how you just get a lot of your roles anyway. That and through auditions, obviously, but um, that's just how I ended up with most of the roles that I have had. Sure. Other LGBT people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, do you think Hollywood has opened up a little bit for uh, for gay actors, or do you feel like there's still some you know, restriction um, or, or typecasting for actors out there right now? Uh, there's definitely still some typecasting with 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 uh, the leading leading man roles. Like we haven't seen, you know, um, the Matt Damon's or the Tom Cruise's or the Brad Pitt's right. or George Clooney. We haven't seen that yet. Right. So there definitely is in that area. Everywhere else, I think, has opened up. I mean, we even have like, um, you know, uh, an out actor playing the the Flash, Ezra Miller. So right. I mean, even that that's changed. So. Um, that's the, that's the final frontier. That's the glass ceiling right there. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I think it's so, funny. I was watching some uh, uh, interviews, and it was uh, during Husbands that you were uh, out there giving interviews, and you talked about, you know, shows like Husbands and Bloomers, they show the human side of just people, of characters, and they, yeah. they help with this normalization, uh, quote-unquote, of gay people of just, you know, I mean, Husbands was about, you know, gay marriage. Everybody had the rights, and they were just talking about what it's like you know, to be married, especially in this situation, of course, the comedic way that they, they got together. Um, what do you think the importance of films showing just the human side of all people is now? Well, it makes me immediately think of Moonlight. Have you seen that yet? No, not yet, and I'm dying. Oh, okay, Cause, because that, that will answer your question perfectly. Yeah. Uh, because film, you, you have more of the, uh, well, I shouldn't say that because cable is definitely opening up in this area, but film, mm -hmm. you have more of the opportunity to really um, sit with the characters and really live with them and mm -hmm. really connect with them on such a human deep level mm -hmm. that the, the fact that they end up being LGBT or not is just um, a part of who they are and you right. connect with them beyond that label, beyond that preference and your humanity is revealed and and I think that is more powerful than anything else because, again, it moves past labels or identities and, and right, shifts right. us all into the to oneness of our humanity. Yes. You know, that's well, what film has the power to do, and cable can do that too. It's just yeah. cable uh, uh, TV shows have a tendency to just really move fast at a more rapid pace. So you don't right. really get to spend as much time with the characters as you like. Mm -hmm. 
novels can do that, obviously. Right, right, right. Well, well, art can do that. I mean, any form of media or art yeah. can do that, and that's really kind of the responsibility, I feel like, of art. And, you know, with what happened just last month, I mean, we turned our world on our head and, and, and it elected a misogynistic, homophobic, and frankly, quite <laughs> terrible person. We have no opinions um, on the uh, show. Uh, None. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how does that change the importance of, you know, impacts of film and all media and all art? Right, in this climate, yeah. I, I mean, I could say it adds more pressure to help us reveal more, but yeah. I think art is always going to be doing that anyway. Right. Um, and well, if anything, it, it, it's going to excite some inspiration and, and infuse at least Hollywood, as far as I know, with more uh, ways to put up the mirror to right. who that side or even ourselves who we think we are. I mean, the the the... the silver lining to this entire situation if there absolutely can be one is right. that if if she not to go political if she had one then all these feelings all these um messages that that quote-unquote side not to make sides represent yeah. would have just gone back underground yeah. now there's been a massive wound that's been there just it's been reopened and right. now we can clean it out. Now we have the opportunity to really put up the mirror and be like, no, this is right. what this is what's happening. This is what we look like right now. So right. I, I think okay, then I guess I guess then art and, and film and, and, and whatnot has the opportunity to do its job on an even more honest and vulnerable level. Exactly. Right. And okay. I think you, okay. you said the key word there, which is opportunity. And I think as artists, as media people, as just human beings, it's the opportunity. You mm -hmm. get the chance. Now, what you choose to do with that chance, you know, that's we can only hope that we take the opportunity to be better. <laughs> Let's be better yes. human beings, because you're right. Either either side or either way mm -hmm. wins. And there's problems, you know, right here in River City. I mean, it's just going to be a well, yeah, problem. Yeah. Now, how we choose to do it, because now you're right. The Band-Aid's been ripped off. And now it's time. And I love that you said not to get too political. Listen, you should listen to our show sometimes. Because <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we're loud mouths. It's there. I, and I want to take, we tie, so we fight all the time uh, for rights and we're always talk serious. But we've been telling people that, it's, that it is important to fight, but it's important to take moments, moments to enjoy, to laugh, so you remember why you're fighting. And I got to tell you, this morning in the studio, Sergey and I binge watched The Couch. Uh, oh, which is your most recent <laughs> web series, and it, it's it's yeah. more skit based, but oh, absolutely sure. hysterical, hysterical, <laughs> killing me. I will go and watch how animals kiss forever because it's so funny. <laughs> but what do we you have? Know? A yes. we have a part two coming out. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, you guys are brilliant together. I know you were co stars in Bloomers as well. Yeah. Um, it's I do highly recommend everybody go check it out because it's absolutely hysterical it's fantastic. and a great way to take it a really moment. Is away from the crazy. <laughs> but what do you think, because you've done a few web series now, what do you uh, think web series offer that sometimes other mediums don't? Uh, it offers the opportunity to, to tell storylines that otherwise would be rejected. Um, mm -hmm. Because there's not, sometimes people do online series in order to uh, eventually sell it to uh, a network to make a pilot right. or a TV show, which mm -hmm. is great, which is, mm -hmm you know, artists should want to do that. But a lot of the times um, when uh, writers or creators have an idea and they go and try and sell it, it's beholden to whoever wants to buy it. Right. With, sure. um, which is 
analyzed by the network and the studio. Um, but with online series, you can make whatever series you want and uh, have it appeal to any specific niche you want. And right. you're actually selling it to the audience, straight to the audience without yes. the middleman there. Yeah. So yeah. You, it's, it's, that's why it's like the, uh, um, the Wild West in a way, because if you have an, any idea you have, you can just throw it up there. Exactly. And there will be an audience somewhere for it. So I think there's more freedom in that way. Mm -hmm. I guess more mm -hmm. artistic freedom in that way, even, mm -hmm. um, uh, that, that the online series offers. I, I like Matt, like Matt and I just, you know, he and I, we've known each other for years, just wanting to do something fun. And, and, right. and that's, that's where the couch came from was just like, right. let's just do this. Cause we have these fun ideas and, and we love creating so it's like let's do this and that we could do that and entertain See? people like you guys this morning yeah. <laughs> right well and i feel like you guys stole my first date life because I, i've been on that date i'm definitely 100 percent. yeah the scary yeah. scary things yeah. no those things that you guys do can you tell us is are we going to get another you know series of them or is the couch uh yeah i mean the thing i mean um <laughs> the thing with having uh with having a creative mind uh, like Matt or, you know, being creative like myself, it's like there's just so many ideas in your head <laughs> and you really are have to learn how to manage and prioritize what you <laughs> yeah, to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, we, we understand. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt had, had to, like, shift gears and focus more on bloomers because there's more of that coming. Oh, and good. Then, like, and then I shifted gears and I was um, uh, producing another short film that I was doing. Yeah. Um, nice. The couch was something that was, like, filling in the spaces between sure. um, projects. But yeah. um, but I have to go call him after this talk with you guys and be like, we have to do more now. Oh, yes. um, you do, <laughs> oh, yes, you because do. we're going to tell everybody because it's, <laughs> it's too hilarious. much fun. Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, I know we have like two or three other episodes in the can that um, oh, we good. just need to edit and put up. Oh, good. So there's, yeah. there's definitely some, some yeah. coming. But as far as future episodes, I, yeah. That's awesome. Hopefully. When you need co-stars, we're here for I, you. <laughs> <laughs> we're ready oh boy so uh, uh sean what has been uh the most exciting or surprising uh moment on your journey of being an actor oh my goodness i know yeah. um you're welcome the hardball question <laughs> <laughs> uh well i just feel like i can answer that in so many different ways um i on one level i wasn't expecting i, I when I was younger and I was in my first acting classes, I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, it was like, this right. is something to do. We're laughing. We're having a good time. And then when I went to college, laughing, good time. And then until, you know, my mid-20s, when I was really taking it more and more serious, did I realize that, it was, that it's actually an art form and what doing art actually means to you as a human being. Meaning, I was surprised at how much of my own personal, emotional, spiritual journey was going to be wrapped up with my artistic and creative journey as well. Right. For example, having to face my, like realizing my own internalized homophobia that many years ago. Right. So I, I wasn't expecting it to be such a, I guess, spiritual quest in itself. Right. <laughs> you know? And um, that, that was a nice surprise. And then I, I, and then just on a, you know, pop, culture level was yeah. you know doing husbands with like jane you know it's like six months before i just got into battlestar galactica or like a year <laughs> before i was just getting into battlestar <laughs> right. and then like 
you never know where your life's going to go. And then a year later, you know, Colonel Ty is playing my father, looking me in the right, face, and my right. brain can't process the fact that Colonel Ty is talking to me. And I'm like <laughs> in the middle of the scene. I'm like, what? That's Why is Michael Hogan looking at me? What's right? right oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> so you get to have all those surreal moments. Joss Whedon yeah. moments. Yes. You oh, know. my gosh. Yeah. The nerd yeah, exactly. in all of us. Yeah. I mean, he was, when we were filming that scene, he was in the middle of... Um, Filming the first Avengers. Oh my gosh! Just, just telling us, or just finished filming it, and he just was just telling us all these stories, and you, and and I'm just like listening and talking and chatting it up and hearing all about, you know, his experiences with Downey Jr. and all oh, that right. stuff, and and I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, I was trying not to fanboy out, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then also as like an actor, I'm like. Oh, I'm like one step away. Like I'm one person away from being on the set myself and doing that myself. Like right. it's just a whole surreal experience. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, use that connection. We'll see you oh, in the yeah. next Avengers. Yeah. We're ready. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I, yeah. No, yeah, it's, right? It's working. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we've been lucky enough to have a lot of different people on, but I'm going to, uh, I'm go- willing to bet this is probably the most unexpected interview arc that you that you've had that oh, you never know what you're walking into you never know okay so do it's you true. so you but you brought up a very interesting thing that i want to i love that you have taken your journey of acting as what it sounds like which is a journey which is a discovery of yourself and discovering your you know like your inner homophobia which i believe that we all have some aspect of do you find that as an out gay actor you know you're coming on our show and and we want to talk about your projects like the couch and things but that there's also some weight put into the questions because of playing gay characters and things like that do you do you find that that's just something that you are willing to embrace or is that odd um i broke you no 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 it's it's interesting because I'm realizing how much I, I just don't even think about it anymore. Right. Yeah. It's such, it's such a way of life for me. It's just, right. it is what it is. I mean, it's almost becoming like, uh, and nobody would ever admit that they didn't cast somebody because they were gay. That would right. never happen. Right. right? And I don't think anybody would even say that out loud. They would say it in other terms. Like right. they would, um, he's too tall. Right. He's just he's, not right. He's just not right. But nobody yeah. would ever say it in, in those specific terms. If it still happens, then, then it does. I mean, in my profession, me actually, was this the question? How did I hey, get you, you Hey, you're on the right path. <laughs> you just keep going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, because in my profession, I mean, my ability to like book a role is, is, so minimal like my like 90 percent of booking a role has nothing to do with what i deliver or even right. who i know yeah. like i have 10 percent control over that and and if if that executive happens to be some closeted person right. who just hates themselves mm-hmm. and can't foresee the rest of the country seeing a gay man play this role then um then so be it i wouldn't want to be a part of that anyway right right so right. um 
Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, it was. Is it? Do you find it? Do you ever find it interesting that you know uh, you some of your interviews aren't going to just be about the great projects that you're doing or how funny you are and things like the oh. couch that we didn't talk about, but that we also people put weighted questions to you just because you happen to be out there playing these gay roles, you know? Yeah. And is yes, that yes, ever yes, yes. shocking, or is that you just take it with the territory? Um. For some reason now I understand the question. <laughs> oh no, you go. The other was uh, was but, an interesting conversation too. So uh, I I welcome the opportunity to speak about any um, advocacy or anything that uh, will affect some sort of change in this in this area. I, I love that. I, I when um, you know some of my friends are doing that new miniseries next year, When We Rise, the one yes. that um, oh. Lance Black and everybody's mm-hmm. doing. Yes. So I, um, you guys know who Chad Griffin is, right? Um, he, I know that he's name. The he- he's the head of HRC, right? Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, he's a good friend, and um, he also was the guy who put together Ted Olson and David Boyce that took yes. the, ultimately took the case to the Supreme Court. Yes. Exactly. So, um, um, I auditioned to play my friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It was such a surreal experience. Um, I don't know who they gave the part eventually to. They gave it to somebody, probably a name. And um, but it was such a surreal experience. I was telling the casting directors the scenes that I was auditioning for were the same scenes that I was experiencing with my friend at the time oh, in wow. 2008 wow. when he was. So yeah. it was this weird meta sort of like uh, you know. It was so strange because it, it felt like I. Uh, it felt so right in a way because it felt like I was fighting. For yeah, yeah. rights on so many different levels, right? it was like, oh my god, I'm really using my art form to really do this thing that I was actually a part of in 2008, and whoa, this is amazing! My mind's blown. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah it was so cool. It was so cool, and it, it it brought back all the memories of 2008 here in right. California with Prop 8 that happened yeah. and went down, and and marching and screaming and getting the anger out. Uh, yeah. Ultimately. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what, what, I, I hope that answers the question. No, it, it did. It does. That was really good. Well, Sean, we've been talking about all of these uh, amazing projects and, and films that you've been in. Uh, where can people go to find your work? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, right now, you can obviously watch The Couch. Um, yes, please. Husbands, <laughs> husbands, there isn't plans for more, though the idea is wonderful, and who knows? Yeah. And... Um, I know it's not it's not on the CW feed anymore, but I they're working. Brad and Jane are working hard to get it back online, so it'll be back online soon, and I'll make sure everybody knows. I'm seeing that, um, yeah, that's mostly it online. Yeah. The short film I just made, I can put it up there in a few months. But there's other, and then there's. I mean, I don't know if anybody ever watched other TV shows. There's True Blood and Break and that yes, kind of stuff, right. but. Um, but as far as just getting a laugh right now after this show or right who's ever listening, you can watch the couch on YouTube. Do it. <laughs> and we highly recommend it. It's great for binge watching. I'm it not is. Gonna lie. Yeah. Except oh, yeah, that now I need they're quick, about, but they're great. I want 200 more episodes stacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's needed. Well, Sean, thank you for taking time to have a crazy whirlwind interview with the boys of Outspoken. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun to talk to you. And I'm telling you, yeah, more couch. I'm just saying. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll give Matt a call right now. <laughs> Do <laughs> it. And then and we'll get you our number. You just, we're there for you. So. Oh, you guys, are, you guys are great. This was, this was really fun. I'm surprised by the questions. I was, I was uh, well, we tend to do that to people. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Don't expect the usual. Uh, but we'll probably <laughs> just have to have you on in the future because we love conversations. <laughs> I love it too. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy to come back. Okay. All thanks, right. Sean. You have a wonderful day. You do too. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. And that Bye. was actor Sean Himian. And uh, he is, as we mentioned, you can go to YouTube and you can uh, just Google the, or just YouTube search the couch. It's they so good. are so funny. They're funny. They yeah. are great. So. Um, they're really creative. And um, extremely. I love yeah. it. And you can go see what a date with Jonathan typically goes like. <laughs> so it's true. I am the nice, innocent one, and then what happens at the end of that date is typically what I get. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I, 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 okay. <laughs> just go watch. Right. It's everything. Go take a break. You, it's everything you need, Jonathan, to be. Yes. Um, and this is we're, we're going to take a song break here. This is going to be a song that uh, our intern Dylan uh, threw at us, and it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rasputin by Boney M. Oh, those Russians, that's me. And you're listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. That was your flash. That was fun song. Yeah, that was your throwback. It throwback. was. Thanks to our uh, Dylan the intern mm-hmm. bring, bringing that in for that's us That's his today. last name, legally. Legally, the, the intern. intern. We make all our interns say, change <laughs> their last names legally to the intern. Well, all of them in my phone are their <laughs> first too. name and then the <laughs> yeah. intern. I know. So At I some know. point, I'd like to be, you know, close enough to, um, so, yeah, to right? know their last names, but not yet. Not yet. Not no, yet. no, no. Keep the boundaries <laughs> there. We don't want no, nobody to Oh, boy. Name. That's so funny. No. But it's the way I identify them. But anyways, he's actually going to take over bringing us our music. So, I listen, know. if you love our music, you're welcome. We did it. If you don't in the future, Dylan the intern. Go see him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's taking over. I Sometimes we might add a song. With Houston, that's what we did. We did... He did all yeah. our songs, and if we were and dying to play, play a song, yeah. we would pick one. And we would throw it at and him. And we throw it at him. And he yeah. would roll his eyes and make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Now I, he's I, doing I, that on his own over that's in Seattle. That's right, in Seattle. He, he actually, when I landed in uh, Seattle yesterday, when we landed, um, th- you know how Facebook says, blankety blank is near you? Yeah. Um, so it said that for me, and oh. I guess for him too, and he texts me, he's like, hey, you're in town. And then oh. he says, oh, wait, you're just flying through. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sad. sad. I know. Oh, what a kid. Um, he saw they're doing Hello. good from uh, last time I, I, I can't say I talked to him, but last time we had inner, we've passed on Facebook. Yeah. With, they, they, you know, okay. Like you did. Yeah. You just pass on Facebook. You pass on Facebook. You're like, huh, it's you're the here. New, okay. The new thing. Yeah. Anyways, it's been <laughs> quite an interesting show. Yes, and if you're in Spokane and you looked out your window for the last 10 minutes, you saw that we were attacked by hail. And, and are still being attacked. Yes. it's And it's covering the ground like snow, but they're balls of ice so when i'm driving home mm-hmm. i would appreciate if everyone would take a deep breath and not be crazy yeah so, and also because move off the it's, road. it's balls of ice okay <laughs> they're balls of ice. balls of ice so i just want to put yeah. that my you, car is already duct ice. taped together uh, i don't yeah. need anybody helping me out i know you right. your poor car duct, poor this car. is the sadness if anybody wants to feel bad uh duct taped together and no heat Oh boy! So and I carpool in with a really good friend, and I'm like, I, I think we need to rethink this because I'm yeah. driving and you're freezing. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, hey, maybe she should at least meet you at your place. I'm like, she does. Oh, oh, we, oh, we do. Oh, oh we're why smart. don't you take her car? Uh, no, 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 because it has to stay home with the the um partner and the, oh, the children. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay, okay. there's kids involved. God, gotcha. Donnie, if you're listening, you know, you know, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> so. There's, there's the car is options. cold, Donnie. The car is cold. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh yeah. So I'm just letting drivers know. Listen, I won't be on the road, so 
about that. Yeah, and that's just kind of how it goes with every driver, but mostly oh, yeah. Jonathan. Mostly Jonathan. I because drive safe, if but everybody else seems to get safe? crazy. How, I have how not had an accident in 23 years. How, wow. You're welcome. But, you know, how is it that you have a duct tape car? Other people <laughs> might have accidents. <laughs> no, um, No, and that's a truthness, though, because uh, my cars are always, it's like they want to fall apart around me. Yeah. I had one car I had to bungee cord the driver's side door so it would stay closed oh while I God. drove wow. uh, because it didn't latch anymore. See, <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. Mm, my See, car history is I run, yeah. I ran myself over with that's my own right, car. That's right, exactly. Things happen with my cars. Yeah. They're all some version of Stephen King's Christine. So <laughs> There you go. Yes. That's funny. Cole's the same way because he doesn't really get in accidents, but his car gets in its own. Gets in its own. <laughs> He'll hit poles and run yes, over, right? you know, ledges and just yeah. it, it cr- oh, falls Cole, apart. I feel you. Oh, yeah. That's you. funny. That's <laughs> I can't imagine what that life is, is like. Does Cole have today off? <laughs> no, he he's working. He he's wow. he's gonna work until probably wow. next year. They never stop. I thought maybe he'd get a buffer day. Oh no, no, but okay, he gets a buffer morning. He yep. I was gonna minutes. say hi to you, but not anymore. Uh uh-uh. uh No, he's he's so no, gone. Running. Okay, whatever. I'm over. Poor, him. poor guy. I know. So. You're over him. <laughs> <laughs> over it. Uh, uh, anyways, boy. been an amazing show. First hour we had on Abby Crawford. We want to remind She's you all. that All Is Calm is the holiday show playing at Modern Theater Spokane. It is running until Christmas eve so uh, i highly recommend going i saw it this week sergey's gonna see it now that he's back in town i will um it's amazing and as you can tell if you listen to the first hour it starts some interesting conversations and i think those those are awesome and they're a must-have they are must-have must have we need to start having these. we yes. had uh you know we've talked about racism on the show we've talked mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. in the first year we had the uh bisexual uncomfortable conversation and it was yeah. good we tried to learn because As we move forward. why wouldn't you want to learn? Well, some people. Some Still, people. I'm just saying. Some people with orange hair. Yeah, let's talk about An some people face. with orange hair who I are know. messing everything it's up. A, so Abby Crawford, director of All Is Calm. Go get your tickets. ModernTheater.com. Uh, uh, TheModernTheater.com. I don't know. Google it. Okay. Yeah, it, no, there you go. Just know. Google it. But anyways, so that was fun. And then, of course, we talked to hilarious actor, uh, out actor Sean Himian. Find him fascinating. I love that he so looks into himself yeah. that he's able way back when he first started acting to find these internalized homophobia which exists in many of us yeah but yeah um, we don't admit that it yeah and that it's possible surprise, surprise. for a gay man to have internalized homophobia it's possible Sadly, for a gay man to have externalized homophobia yeah, let's and be we've honest we've seen yeah. unfortunately those people yeah. uh Sergey and I you know we unfortunately run into some of those people. Yeah. Anyway, so fascinating. Check out the couch. You can uh, look for it on YouTube. It's absolutely hysterical. That's what I'm doing for my afternoon. Okay. Other than I have <laughs> some work Good. to get done, but <laughs> I want to watch the couch. All right. Of course. So uh, go and do that. And now it's just you, us and the, you and the boys. You and the boys. So we can get to talk to sit you. Sit back, get your cocoa. Got the fire going. Oh, I had cocoa this morning. It was so good. I love cocoa. Do you have your onesie on? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You should. And you just sit back and have a conversation. That's right. Sergey and Jonathan. That's right. It's just us. Nobody else is around. Okay. I'm trying to build a scene here. Okay. (laughs) Looking at me like, what? Listen, I mean, you painted a picture. It's good. We saw it. It brought brought Dylan the intern in the room. For no other reason, I don't care what the truth is, for no other reason that 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 painted picture, he was like, wow, I want to go there. I feel like... I can the, feel oh, the and Kurt's in fire. here too. Oh my God, See? you're bringing everyone in. Do not. Hey, it works. I guess I don't know. I know. Do not <laughs> get away from. I mean, oh it's my true. God, I just love that. 
Um, but anyways, we now that it's just us and the boys, we are going to be talking to. No, you're doing no, good. We're, we're good. Go, yeah, go. we're just gonna uh, talk about. No, um, oh no, we're not good. Why don't we take a quick music break? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's. Take hey, a listen. Quick this is what break. happens when we don't have people to interview right away. <laughs> we uh, listen. I'm gonna go have some hot toddy and sit by the fire. Okay. We're gonna let you have some music. Um, this is back. this is Jacuby with Couch Potato. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, eighty-eight point one and ninety-two point three FM. This is outspoken. So sometimes when you're live, live yeah. on the air, you get a hiccup and then you have to take a break and then you just come back. It's fine. Yeah, uh, you know, fine. we no, were in the middle okay. of a good, you know. Yeah, you were setting the scene, <laughs> and then it brought Dylan and Kurt in. It did, and then Kurt had a, a, a small freak out, and now we're, we're back. you know. I first of all, can we? Can, I'm just gonna challenge you to set better scenes. <laughs> I, I don't know. <gasps> It was not. I thought I, that was going pretty well. I'm hurt. <laughs> I am girl, hurt. Oh, girl, God, I we know. made it a good three years, I, and now it's over. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it took. Oh my God! Right, boy. Wow, if that's Those it, are some we did not build a relationship. Why do you think I'm still single? <laughs> why do you think? No, just kidding. No, I know why you're still single. Go watch the couch. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Pick oh, better. Yeah, Pick that's right. That's right. Better. Exactly. Anyways, so um, it's been a fun. It's been a fun yeah, week. You know. You know, lots of things going on. I do want to remind everyone that we're not gonna shut up about what's happening. We talked about Abby Crawford with Abby Crawford about it. I will continue to say, uh, we understand True. who is the elected president, but we will not stop saying what we need to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think there is danger in getting lazy. And so I just want to point everybody in the direction of you can actually look and see who the the current uh, cabinet members that he will be presenting uh, upon his um, you know arrival in presidency. And I would ask you all to look at those and tell me again how you're not nervous. So um, and the fact that Steve Bannon's anywhere near it still that there wasn't enough of a uh, uproar yeah. to take him out of the White House is a sign to me that things are not okay. No, things so are not okay. He is the it's scary, worse he's a scary man. Yeah, over Skirmon. Exactly. I'm just saying. And if we can't, I mean, or let me just mention some other names. Let me mention uh, Senator Sessions and see oh that if he's going to be Attorney General uh, and he's supposed to make sure the rights of all Americans are legally protected that this man is known to be to have made racist remarks mm-hmm. that 10 years ago they told him they wouldn't appoint him because he was too racist then and i don't know how that changed over 10 years um it, it he didn't is, he hasn't seen i haven't hasn't seen the light or whatever so how are we not still as afraid today except that we have created yeah. Not only a cabinet, but a culture where we're just going to say that's And that's the culture. Exactly. It's the bigger impact. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if this is any indication of how he's going to run the country here in the next four years. How many billionaires are in there? I just want to say. I know. Those of you who voted for him and thought he was going to make you rich, girl, you got played. You got played good. You got played good. Because can we talk about, I love when I can go to the coffee shop and just really relate to a billionaire. That happens. like all the time, all the every time, day, February thirtieth. Absolutely, <laughs> February thirtieth. Every 30th. February thirtieth, there's a big it's billionaire convention of coffee billionaires yeah. just relating to the common man. I love that. Because I, I will it's my tell you, day. the size of the the gulf, the size of the canyon between the billionaire and my life, is a lot. Yeah, is a lot. Listen, I have priorities in my life, and it's I will feed my dog before I will feed myself and I'll keep the lights on and pay the rent. That that's how low my priorities yeah, have to be now. Because exactly. 
a pole. You pole. And you ate a shoebox yesterday. You yeah. pole. Right. He yes. was not a billionaire. It's true. So, no, it, I mean, it, it, that's how it goes, though. Yeah. People need to understand that. And let's talk about Secretary of Department of Education. Oh, he has put up oh, Betsy boy. DeVoe, oh, who, of course, is the 58 year old billionaire. Another one. Billionaire, billionaire? philanthropist. Did you hear it? Who, um, now listen, she's she's been. Pro-charter schools, of course, with her organization. I don't think that char- just because she's pro-charter schools, that's the problem. But you have to think those things mm-hmm. through. Charter mm-hmm. schools, what does it say for the poor kids who go to public schools? Yeah. And I know you think Again, the, the voucher system is going to fix that. There's a lot of things that you we need to be aware of. First, um, yes, we don't know what Betsy DeVoe will do when she's in office. But... It's something we need to be aware of. And how yes. does she even connect to inner city children who have no money when you are a billionaire philanthropist? I'm just saying, she, I'm, she was a big supporter of uh, right. Jeb Bush when right. he was running. And then he got she got behind Marco Rubio, two people that I, again, oppose vehemently. Uh, we need to look at this. We need to look at his pick for, um, well, we're waiting for his pick for Secretary of State. That's going to be, be a big one. He's been talking to Mitt Romney and a number of other people. Right. Listen, this is what I've tried to say from the beginning. It's not just about the one person we have put in office. It's about the people he's going to surround himself with. The fact that Steve Bannon is enough for me to be like, this is done. But to name, just go. You can look online. You can go through all of these Every lists, single one. And That's that right. he has to get a special waiver for the general that he wants to put. It's supposed to be civilian oversight like a permission of the armed, slip, force, really. the armed forces since 1947. We have had a rule that said you cannot have been in the armed services for at least seven years so that there is a civilian, an actual civilian yeah. Uh, oversight to this. We're putting in a general who has been out, I think, two years. In order for that to happen, they have to do a special waiver and change that law for this purpose. Uh, shouldn't we be like, why? Yeah. Why? Are well, we doing let's this? look at why this was put in Listen, place. And yes, there's more to talk about about oh these people yeah. and their mm-hmm. policies. Mm-hmm. But the point is, already on the surface, there are issues. Yeah. That should be enough. And you should see a trend here. I mean, let's I, just see it. I don't how, understand. I would uh, know. Uh, right. Uh, uh, how poorly managed this whole thing is and the direction that it's all going in and just hey just just do a little scavenger hunt and connect the dots and see what you come up with mm-hmm. and then get back to us right and we'll just see go read it some was, stuff we'll listen see. i have to go read yeah. some stuff i That's hear it. i do understand that the anytime the the sentence includes the name trump i have to stop myself and go even though everything I've ever heard so far right. is crazy, I will read some articles. Let's see the facts. And given, I come back and still think he's crazy. But yeah. I I know that I need to go out there and, mm-hmm. and look at some different articles, different media sources, and make sure, oh, wait, still crazy. Yeah, right, right. So exactly. exactly. I still feel justified in my ideas. Hey, just and, uh, you know, that's... A- <laughs> I mean, when 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 something's just blatantly obvious, you can't you can't argue it. Yeah, and I'm you tired know, of people of giving me reasons why they should they're not worried about it. Because here's the thing: get worried about it. <laughs> Hasht- figure out a way. Hashtag wake up. Yes. Wake up, America! Wake up. It's a scary time for everyone, and we got to work together. Hey, Abby said it great. We got to see each other's humanity. I love it. Um, so that's your challenge. It is see each it- other's humanity. Hey. We're going to have to. I, I have friends who are opposing of me, um, of my views, and I oppose theirs. Uh, it's not like I, I live in a bubble, them. but here's the we thing. We all have them. We all got to be honest. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people are being honest right and, now. Right. Well, and and also, just because you're being friendly or, or civil with someone doesn't mean you're agreeing oh, with them no, or supporting no, their decision. Yeah, you can no. have an understanment and a discussion mm-hmm. and, and uh, <laughs> debate without ever you know being violent or, you know bad yeah 
But we still have to be better. So yeah. let's be better. That's right. Let's do it. And next week we will come back and continue do our it talks all over again. With being better. It's going to be our birthday show. Guess what? Three years. Three and years. We, uh, last I checked, we show no signs of stopping. So y'all better just get used to it. Just That's say it. right. Three years. Here we come. <laughs>